can I just add a little side note to your your toxic relationship? So I met your toxic relationship person for all of not even half of a day. And I could not, could not with this person, could not. And had it not been for the setting of where we met, I, I don't know how that would have worked out because I could not with this person. Good thing you didn't meet them in a back alley. Right. <laughs> So these sound like toxic relationships, and I'm sure we're not the only ones who have them. So let's talk about it. This is the Bad Life Choices Podcast, where our outspoken, opinionated, and caffeinated hosts break down a life choice we can all relate to. Tune in as True Originals' Sharita Janelle and her godmother Maria have funny and candid conversations, explore life's pitfalls, and inspire you to make better life choices. All right, so toxic relationships. So, you know, I think everybody in their lifetime experiences them. If at least one, I mean, you have to have had experience with at least one toxic relationship. Um, I have toxic relationships sometimes at work and sometimes it may be partially me, but not really because I'm fabulous. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, no, seriously. So there was this person, we're going to call him Bob that I used to work with. And Bob and I, we are, um, we had the same title at work and we were supposed to be working together as a team, but Bob didn't know what the hell he was doing which was okay because I liked Bob as a person, but I picked up a lot of the slack because Bob didn't know what he was doing. And since we were a package deal, I didn't want to look bad, but it really, really started to wear on my nerves and it became toxic because I started to resent Bob and that was not a good thing. And I tried to talk to Bob about it, but Bob was way stressed out about life and couldn't handle it. So I, I did the thing that I would advise against doing, and I just kept on doing what I was supposed to do until Bob did something like the 5% out of the 100% and took full fucking credit for it. Oh. That was not good. <laughs> that I, I, is where I blew up. So it was no longer toxic. There was just no relationship. I was feeling bad for Bob. No, it's, don't feel bad for Bob because Bob was a fucker because he took credit for some, the one thing that he did took credit all by himself. So yeah, no. that's not great. <laughs> I don't like that for you. No, not great. But the good thing is that Bob went bye-bye. So no more Bob. Bye-bye, Bob. Right. <laughs> bye-bye. Um, that sounds horrible. I mean, I can't imagine working with someone like that. It's probably frustrating. It's works your nerves. So frustrating. My, I didn't have to work with this person. We, I'm not even going to give this person a name. Okay. <laughs> your person doesn't deserve a name because I know who your person is. Your person does not deserve a name. Go ahead. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so I had a friendship that started off amicable. It seemed as if like this person and I would develop a long-term, like healthy friendship. We were working in the same industry. We had, we knew a lot of the same people, we, you know, we had similar goals and we were also proud of each other in the, like our successes. There was not really, a, there was no competition really. And that, that was like, oh, this is great. 
And then, and I kind of realized after a while that this person was a, a user. They only did things when it was convenient for them. They would only call you when they needed something. They would, you know, only show up to things when they felt like it. They'd cancel last minute. And I thought it was me and I got so pissed off. And then I realized that it wasn't me. And the longer I knew this person, I saw that they displayed the same kind of behavior to everyone that they that they were friends with that they were dating it took a while because i was friends with this person for many many years and i let them into my life and then it got to the point to where i realized this person and i we're not friends because they don't understand what friendship really is so i stepped away from the friendship mm -hmm. to this day though this and this this was almost <laughs> i stepped away probably 8 years ago we'll say till this day I get random text messages, random like little social media messages. Hey girl, we should hang out soon. No, <laughs> ma'am. Absolutely not. No. We live like eight states away. I am not getting on a plane to come see you. It was, it, yes, you are not worth my time. So let's talk about what a good relationship is just for a second. So, you know, that's, that's, that, that's a good starting point. Let's right. see. Cause, Let, cause let's maybe, be positive, right? Maybe you don't realize your relationship is toxic. So exactly. So a healthy relationship yes. is one where everything just kind of works. Everything works. You're happy. You want this. You like it, all the experiences that you have. We're talking about relationships, but not, not necessarily romantic, whether it's coworkers, friends, family, um, family let's not fam forget family. Oh, the toxicity of families. Yes. We're going to talk. That's what this is about. So not necessarily that ex-boyfriend you hate, but the people you see every single day sometimes. Right. Or the, you, I mean, the people that you are in constant contact with, whether it's every day or whether it's just on a regular, this is what we're talking about mostly. Yes. And we're we're all different, thank God, because life would be so boring if we were all the same, right? So yes. we are going to have disagreements. Um, we are going to, you know, have times where you like one thing, I like the other. But in a healthy relationship, we get through this, right? We understand our differences. We work through them. And we carry on and everything is puppy dogs and unicorns and lollipops and it's all good, right? It's not necessarily all that, but you know that <laughs> if there's a moment when that is happening, it's just the moment. You know, when you're drinking, like eating, not drinking, because we're not going to talk about that right now, but like you're eating like a bag of chips, right? I don't eat chips. Those are carbs. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, this is coming from the person who is not giving up carbs ever. If you're eating, I don't know, nuts. Do you eat almonds? I don't know. I'm allergic oh, to you're almonds. allergic to almonds. Oh, my God. Now, now, okay, so this you is toxic. She's trying to kill me. <laughs> okay, whatever it is that you eat and you are enjoying this little snack that you have, but you get a bad one, right? And you put it in your mouth and it's disgusting. It tastes awful. You spit it out, but you don't stop eating the chips or whatever in your case, granolas. I don't know. You don't stop eating it. You get rid of the bad one, the one that tastes like garbage, and you keep eating, right? Because you know 99% of that bag of granola chips is going to be granola good. Chips. <laughs> so, Nabisco, if you're listening, right. we've come we, up with granola chips. Granola Do chips. Not, 
healthy. This is a healthy relationship. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. You disagree, you work through it, you move on. But generally speaking, you enjoy each other's company, you have fun, you laugh, you feel comforted, you feel safe, you feel secure, right? You And you feel like it is balanced as e well. Exactly. Yes. yes. Huge. It's balanced, right? It's not just one-sided like somebody's friendship was or somebody's work relationship was. Yes. But toxic relationships, okay? Toxic relationships are the ones that make you feel unhappy. You don't feel secure. You don't feel comforted. You don't feel a balance. You feel like you're the one carrying all the weight. There's disrespect or could be, you know, disrespect. There could be dishonesty. You could see controlling behaviors or on the other side of that spectrum, a total lack of support and non-interest. So if you're experiencing these things, if you're in a relationship that sounds like that, you, my friend, have a toxic relationship and you may not realize it or you may not want to admit to it. Yes. As I said before, that friendship did not start off like that. So if you meet someone, realize that you all have a lot of common and you, you all want to hang out or become friendly. It can become toxic over time. And a lot of times I've realized too, is that we lean on the fact that time is on our side. Well, I've known this person for five years. That doesn't exactly. mean that that doesn't make it right. Just because you've known someone or you've been hanging out with them for a very long time, it doesn't give an excuse to turn bad. And I think a lot of times we let that time frame that we've spent with someone, it's kind of like, you know, well, can't turn back now. We've been on this journey for this long, you know, and then because what happens is you end up feeling like all the time that you've spent nurturing this relationship, even though it is now turned to shit, it was a waste. And we hate feeling like we've wasted our time. God, yes, that I pisses do. me off. That pisses me off. All this time and effort I put into it, and you have just fucked it up for me. See, this is my problem. You cannot get time back. You nope. can get another boyfriend, another girlfriend, another wife, another husband. You can get more money. You can get all that shit. You yep. cannot get your time back. No, no. And that's why time, when you've wasted my time, we have a problem. And I, I know we joke sometimes, especially in a healthy relationship, you're on the phone with someone and you look down, you're like, holy shit, girl, we've been on the phone for an hour and 37 minutes. What did we talk about? We don't know. Right. <laughs> we hang up the phone feeling good. But it's good. It's yes. good because it's been an hour and 37 minutes of fun it's and laughter and everything else. After speaking with someone or spending time with someone, you should feel good. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I had another relationship and I realized that this person... Every time the phone rang and I saw their name, I did this. Ugh. Did you cringe? Because I have that. Like if somebody calls me that I am currently in a toxic relationship with, because I still do have current toxic relationships. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Like I see their name and I cringe and I think, oh, how long do I have to spend on the phone with this person? Well, it's, it's not. And it was it, not because of that, because my particular instance, this person would call me multiple times a day. I knew we would probably only be on the phone for like, 47 seconds. But I knew that also when they felt like they needed to tell me something else, the phone would ring then too. And then in another 14 minutes, they had another idea. The phone would ring then too, because they did not respect my time. 
And there was no boundaries. That's like, one thing that we, well, like you said, they didn't respect your time. And that that is a huge um, indicator of toxic relationship. I want to delve a little deeper into the different subsets of topic relationships. Okay. All right. Give them so, to me. Okay. So let's start with family. Oh, my mom's great. Okay. <laughs> In case anybody was wondering, your mom is lovely. Your mom is fantastic. Your mom happens to be one of my closest friends. Yeah. I love yeah. your mother. Let's, let's talk about family. So yeah. this is my thing. You don't get to choose your family, no. right? You do not get to choose your family. That's unfortunate in some cases, because in some cases, the toxic relationships that we have are with family. And this is a tough one because a lot of times you feel like you can't walk away because it is family. So what do you do? And it can be anybody. It can be not that it's yours, but it can be a, a parent. It can be a sibling. It can be a cousin, an uncle, an aunt. Um, it, it can be anybody, really. I know we don't want to call anyone out, um, especially, especially on episode one. Right. Um, but <laughs> but but with family and every, I mean, everyone has these bad relationships with certain family members. I mean, I didn't even have a relationship with my father. Um, I last time I probably saw him like in person that I recall where it was a conversation. I think I was eight. Like I'm sure I might have seen him after that. You did um, see him one time. Were you there? I see, was there. I, is, I think I see this is the thing. I think I blocked stuff out. You saw him when you were doing a modeling gig at a mall. Oh, okay. I do you know what, Sandra? I remember that now. But this is the thing. This is how this is how bad it was to where it it wasn't, it was almost non-existent, but the fact that he was he's he's passed away now, but the fact that he was available to have a relationship and then there was none Correct. to me. I don't know if we want to call that toxic, but I can only imagine that if the relationship was then tried to a revival of sorts would have tried to happen of any kind, whether it was on his part, or mine, it might have been tough because I probably would have resented him, all these things. But it's like, what do you do? It's supposed to be your your parent, the person you're that cares for you and all the things. Right. And when they don't do that, then you're you're kind of stuck. What did I do as a I closed it off? Right. I was like, I don't you want detached. to you I detached. completely detached. I was like, who? But okay, so but in your case, though, with your dad, it's a little different because after your parents split up, you didn't have a relationship with him. And that was his choice. So it wasn't like it was really toxic. But like you said, if there was an attempt later on, maybe perhaps at a relationship, mm -hmm. it might have been toxic because I think you may have resented him. Yep. But let's talk about those relationships that you, meaning all of us, have well with toxic family members. I'm not saying all of you, everyone in the world has a toxic yes, relative. I'm not saying that. I'm just, when I say you, I'm being general. Okay. One, one. What? Right. <laughs> so there are toxic relatives out there and um, some are distant, which can be a little bit easier. You know, you might see them at like a family reunion and think, ugh, staying away from her because not in the mood. Oh, hell. Right. <laughs> Uncle James is coming to Thanksgiving. Right. I'm going to be gone by the time, you know, we're cutting to the sweet potato pie. I'm out. Like I'm out. Exactly. So that's that's a little different. But what about the ones that you see or that you're, you know, you're around all the time? Okay. So we were talking about toxic relationship before and just saying, well, you know, if, if they're not good, then peace out. Right. It's not that easy if they're family. It, no. It's not that easy because they they are you family. Get, you only get one family. Like you can replace a lot of people in your life. Right. Like, but you only get one family and you cannot pick them. 
And the problem is though, a lot of times, and you know, I even, I, I told my therapist, we were having this topic and she was like, don't forget to cover this. The fact that what these toxic relationships with your family can then do to you in other circles, because if you are in, if your family is not, it doesn't have like healthy boundaries or you all don't talk to each other respectfully, that sometimes ends up becoming the norm in your life. And you don't realize that this is unhealthy. You carry it into other parts of your life without even recognizing, oh shit, this is what I'm doing because it's just, it's just comes like second nature to you. Absolutely. And, and I think it's like, it's important for, for us to realize that even though, you know, these family members are here and we can't necessarily always, we can't replace them, but for as friends and loved ones and even cohorts, like, girl, that's not good. Maybe you spend less time, maybe this, cause you want, want to at least call out a friend who is bringing toxicity into other parts of their life? I would call them out. I'm like, right. you can't just, like if they, if their sister was toxic, and next thing you know, we're out and they're talking to another friend. I'm like, girl, you talk to her the way your sister talks to you. Like this, like a, a healthy space. And that's okay to do. That's okay to do. But getting back to like the family issue and the family dynamic, how do you handle these toxic relationships without damaging that dynamic? Because you look at it from two different aspects, right? You look at it as like, okay, I don't have a choice. Like, this is my mom, you know, or this is my dad and he's my dad. And I'm, I, he's my dad. I don't get another one. He's my dad. What am I going to do? But damn, I cannot, you know, it's really like bothering me. It really hurts me. It really upsets me the way that he talks to me, the way that he, you know, treats me, whatever. So do you stay in this toxic relationship and not say anything and let that resentment build up? build up and have all the stress on you. Like you take all that stress in, you end up getting sick. You end oh. up, you know, spending tons of money on therapy yep. because you can't, you can't deal and you don't know how to do this. Or do you do something and possibly ruin that dynamic? Sometimes you have to cut your losses. Okay. So and, and having said that, yeah. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this little snippet really quick because this is a whole other topic. I, as you know, haven't talked to my parents in years and years because of a decision that I made in my life that they didn't agree with. It was not my choice to not talk to them. It was their choice to not talk to me. And that hurt me, as you know, immensely. I would never do that to my loved ones. I had to deal with it. And so I had to make the choice of accepting, I guess, they're not communicating with me because if they were going to communicate with me, then I had to do what they wanted. It was like a controlling thing. And as a grown ass woman, I was not going to do that anymore. There's a difference of doing something out of respect, which I did and I've done. And there's a difference of just letting somebody else run your life. And I couldn't do that anymore. Like I said, whole other topic. So I'm not going to yeah. get really into it here, but it was toxic. And I, I had to make the choice to stand up for myself. I didn't make a choice to not speak. I didn't make a choice to break the relationship off, but I did make a choice to stand up for myself. And 
I, I would not have been able to survive. I don't think. And don't get me wrong. My parents weren't like abusive or you know anything like that. You you were not in any any danger. I was not in any danger. But I I had to I had to be I had to live my own life. So, so I I noticed though I would say as we shift a little bit, um, I find that we make more excuses for the more casual friendship relationships that are toxic than anyone else. We we will go to bat for people. We will stand next to them as friends, not realizing that we shouldn't put up with this because as you even just admitted, you said you you are currently in some toxic relationships and like I'm like trying, I'm trying my hardest to stay away from them, but they're hard sometimes because sometimes you don't see the red flags until it's too late. But that's why you stand by them and make excuses because you don't realize you're in a toxic relationship. So, so, but the, okay. So the last toxic friendship that I was in, I did, I made the mistake of, of letting this person come back in. I was like, we're done. And then they apologize because that's what we want to hear. I'm sorry. I hurt right. you. Like, and, and, and what do you do? Are you going to be a cold hearted bitch and be like, no, never again. And you walk away, which is what I exactly what I should have done. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but no, we try to be kind. I, I'm, I don't know. I mean, would you consider yourself a kind person? Hell yes. <laughs> I know that doesn't sound like it, but yes, I am a kind person. Do, do you consider me a kind person? I do consider you a kind person. <laughs> you're not, you're not, I didn't get a hell yeah. No, <laughs> that hell yes for me. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I do consider you a kind person. So generally when people are kind though, you want to see the best in people. You don't, you don't want to feel like, and I think well, this, this is also a thing I, I find when you're in toxic relationships is that for me, I felt as though the relationship reflected upon me. So if it was bad, that means I willingly participated in something that was detrimental to my mental health or to my stress or to my time. And therefore, like, I'm at fault. Like, why am I doing this to myself when in actuality, the other person is doing it to you and you're just not stopping it? Right. But you know why I think that happens? Because this was a a friendship that you're speaking of that happens because you do have control over who your friends are. Unlike your family. True. Right. And you do have control over that. So that is why you felt that way. Whereas with a family member, you don't have control over who that family member is. This is the family that you're given and you have to deal with it, but you do have control over who your friends are. So Yes, you were kind. Yes, you gave them another chance out of the goodness of your heart. Yes, you should not have because. Do you think it's possible for people to have a toxic relationship with one person only yeah. and then everyone else they're healthy with? Yes. How? <clears throat> so not, not, not thinking anyone in particular. I just, I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I'm going to think of somebody in particular. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to say who the particular person is. Is it a friend of a friend? It is a, an FOF, friend of a friend. Yes, it is a friend of a friend. This friend of a friend happens to be someone that is going to be around, just someone that's going to be around, period, no matter what. There are some people that uh, that are going to be in your life that you may not choose, you would not have chosen to be in your life, but for whatever reason, they're going to be in your life. Doesn't mean they're going to be in your life a lot. Um, 
but I feel like there are certain instances where you just have to kind of sort of deal with it. I mean, it's, it's your decision and you may have to deal with it and you deal with it for that time. And it's not a lot. You don't deal with this person all the time. So you do the best you can. You get irritated. Maybe you stew, you whatever. Um, and then you move on. So it's not ideal that, to answer your question. It is not ideal, but I do think it can happen. I think there are instances where it just happens. That's just how life is. And you deal with it and you keep it moving. But I think it's doable if it's in very, very small doses. Well, I mean, I have a friend of a friend who they told me recently that a person that it is literally a friend of a friend that this person told them it was more, it was, it was like a side, you know, like those side comments to where it's like nice, nice, nasty. That kind oh of thing. my, my boss is nice, nasty, not current. No, that's why I, you've had a boss that was nice. Nasty. I've had a boss that was nice, nasty. Yes. But it's like, and, but people who say that kind of stuff to you, and they won. Maybe they realize it. Maybe they don't. They but, realize it. Who the fuck are you kidding? They realize it. But they like, totally who, realize it. But like, why? Who does that? Like, like, why would you go around just like spewing things that are clearly said to bring someone down? Because they have insecurities and they need to bring themselves up. And they think by doing that, they do. I guess, yeah, and, and that makes oh, that's that makes perfect sense. I have just never been that person. Clearly, I've seen people in instances, and I'm like, I want to tell this person they need to sit down or da, da da da. But I would never go out of my way to say that because I kind of pride myself on like never bringing the mood down. I always want to lift people up. <clears throat> I want to be positive. If I don't have, an, I'm, I'm I am a literally. If, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So if I'm around you and I'm quiet. Mm, Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that is not being respectful. That is not necessarily a good thing. That may not. There, there are people that like when I when I stop talking, what's wrong? Nothing. Bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. No, that that whole nice nasty thing. That's that that irritates me like nothing else. That is so because either like me, don't like me, I don't care. Just pick a side and stay with it. Don't, don't play, don't pretend, don't try and be all nicey, nicey, and then turn around and, you know, talk about what a bitch I am. Just tell me I'm a bitch. I don't care. But no one's going to, some people are incapable of do that. And I think that's a little thing. I think that's, that can also breed a little toxicity because people are not honest with themselves and they're not honest with the people that they're with. If I have something to say to you, I'm going to try to find the kindest way to say it because I think it needs to be said. But I think that's also the basis of a healthy relationship because you feel that you, your voice can be heard. You feel like you're in a safe space to voice your opinion and not be judged, not be criticized. And it's also when you say something to someone, if I was to tell you something like, okay, I've been thinking about this. I wanted to say this to you. Even if you don't like what I said, you know, I'm not saying it to hurt you you right you exactly down and when you realize that that the person that you are in a relationship with or you have a relationship with are saying things just for those reasons like why would you say that to me this doesn't help anybody this is this is not this is not constructive criticism this is just flat out criticism but that's where 
you realize that this is toxic and I need to peace out because I'm not going to stick so, around for this. So you had a book point. So you said toxic waste or do you recycle? Ta- yeah, right. <laughs> so exactly. So, you know, we talked about family. We talked about friends and, you know, friends could have been childhood friends, whatever. Could have been common interest friends, mutual friend, whatever. Talked about coworkers, Bob. <laughs> and, you know, things that happen with them. So then what happens in the end? What do you do? And that's what I was saying before. Is it toxic waste or is it recyclable? So I have this thing and I send I send out a, a weekly newsletter. Please go ahead and subscribe to Positive Vibes Only, Sharita's weekly newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> plug. Um, there'll be a link. But, uh, but the thing is though, so I, I put in my newsletter and I, and I kind of do this once a year and I know it sounds bad. Um, I kind of take inventory of my life and mm-hmm. I see who is taking space in my mind, gathering dust in the corners that shouldn't be. And I, I'll go through, and I mean, clearly I know who my people are. I know who my squad is. I know who things are. And, and I'll, I'll go through my text messages because there's friends and there's there's even family members that you don't talk to all the time, but the moment you talk to them, it'll be just like you guys never left off. Exactly. But, but I go through, I go through my text messages. I see, you know, when's the last time I talked to this person? I may send them a little message and say, hey, how's it going? Hadn't heard from you in a while. Check on things. And then I also I come across some some conversations and I'm just like, hmm, this didn't end so well. Or or you or you go and you realize I've texted this person three times to check in. No, no response. You know, oh, I, bye-bye. There's yeah. that. That's no question. See ya. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. You got to make sure they're okay first. So <laughs> now, you know, this person has not, you know, <laughs> not bought the farm. Yeah, they, yeah. Have. Like, they are living and well. And I, and, and, and at that point you do, I kind of call it quiz. I, I mean, I just think, I think it's important. Um, as we, as we go through this whole first season, you know, these bad life choices, um, we know that we've all made them, but it's also like, how can we approach life from a more conscious, a <laughs> making better choices and, and being more confident in the decisions that, that we've made as opposed to being, you know, regretful or embarrassed about the past. Absolutely. Um, Listen, as far as these relationships are concerned in, my mind, you have two choices. You can either throw the relationship out, you know, throw out the trash, throw the relationship out, be done. And you don't have to feel bad about it because you're doing it for your own good. You're doing it for your own physical and mental well-being. Because if you start having resentment, if you have stress, that can manifest itself physically. And that is not good, boo. That's not a good look at all. It's not. You need to. It gives you wrinkles, and I'm not about that life. Right. Well, oh, <laughs> God, let's not talk about that right now. But anyway, um, but you know, so you should be able to do that and feel okay about it. When, but if you when's choose the last to move time, on, when's the last time you got rid of a toxic relationship? Um, you know, it's been it's been a long time. Did you because, feel better afterwards? God, yes. That's what I would okay. do it that, that's what I'm times over. That's what I'm saying, though. So, I mean, as hard as it is, I think about me to to end those things. The moment you do, you're like, God, I should have did this so many days, weeks, months ago. Absolutely. And, and if, if I was faced with it again, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. And, and then you wake up and you're just like, something's missing. Oh, yes. 
my anxiety and stress. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> yes. That that cringe when the phone rings. So, I mean, we're not, we're not telling but you know what? To, go, to go start deleting your whole contact list or anything. But think about this. And it sometimes it takes a minute. You have to sit with yourself and be like, yeah, I'm going to have to let this go. Absolutely. But if you choose to try to put work in to make a toxic relationship work, that's okay too. The thing is though, that you have to make sure that that relationship has a chance of being salvaged. And you have to also be honest with yourself that if I put in this work, you have to be honest with that person, first of all, and you have to tell that person how you feel. If you put in this work and it's just you putting in the work and you don't see the person doing anything else, then it's time to go. It's time to call it. There's no more, you know, no more sitting or hitting with the paddles, trying to get it to breathe again. None of that. <laughs> clear. You're, you're, you're right. Clear. No, no. We're, we're just going to walk away and it's going to yeah. be flatline. Yeah. It's going to be done. Yeah. But I do think, honestly, that some relationships that are toxic, I do think some of them are salvageable. And if it's that important to you, I think that you should at least give it, you know, give it a try. Hundred percent, and I think also one of the biggest things is realizing, as you said, sometimes that these toxic relationships that you let enter your life are only temporary. It might have been a reflection of what you were going through in life at the time, or things that you were dealing with. And as long as you can see yourself getting out of that, or or deprioritizing and clearing that out, don't be too hard on yourself because you've kind of let yourself fall into a, a pattern with someone. Just know that that that. There are people around you who support you, who love you. And, um, you know, one bad relationship doesn't ruin the bunch. No, absolutely not. Listen, yeah. it, it's all good. <laughs> do what you got to do and keep it moving because yeah. life is short and you don't get your time back. Bad choice. Good story. Lesson learned. Thanks so much for listening. Like what you've heard. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, like this episode and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. For more bad life choices, tune in next week.